Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good morning, all y'all. I'm Robin Holstein, and this is the Holstein House broadcast. It's Tuesday, October 24th, 2023, and this is episode 109 of the Holstein House broadcast, answering your questions on hosting an Airbnb. A BNB from your home. Whew, I can't do it this morning. <laughs> You're answering questions on your food pantry, your food preparation and storage questions, and more. Today's broadcast, we're going to discuss Thanksgiving 2023, alternative menu items, must-haves, and whether to host or not to host. And that could take uh, on a couple of different uh, options there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a time this morning um, trying to update some stuff for the church on the Facebook page and hopping back and forth between um, Facebook, my profile, the church's uh, page and, and the Holstein House page. And I tell you what, is it my imagination? Uh, is it is it my um, um, lack of updated skills or something in this technology which can't be that intense or is facebook just making it stupid to try to manage pages i just it's crazy because you can't just share something to a page that you manage anymore it forces you to change to that page you're so usually you used to be able to do things just logged into your profile and you could down click down the down arrow, say share, share to a page, and then click which page you want to share it to, and that was it. Now it forces you to an extra step of making you go and and open your the page you're managing and work from that and then go back to your profile page. And then the meta business stuff. I wanted to create an event. We're doing Lunch and Learns. Uh, those of you who have been around know that I've been doing this for weeks since was it late middle May, middle May till now um, at the church. I haven't done them all myself. I'm not saying that, but I've been setting up, running and putting the advertisements and stuff out. And you go into Facebook and this meta business insanity to be able to create an event takes like 45 steps. You used to be able just to go to the to the main image for the page on the back side, go to events, go to create new and create it. Now you got like four or five additional steps driving me crazy. Good morning, Philippine Nomad. I'm so glad to see you there this morning. Hey, I'm worried about you. And I'm I'm really off topic here because I wasn't going to do this at all, but I'm worried because I'm hearing stories about certain countries' ships being close and, and 
uh, in a in an aggressive position. Is that uh, near your part of the world? I mean, I know it's down around the Philippines, but I don't know which part of the Philippines you're on because my geography is crap. If it's not in West Virginia, in Kanawha County, West Virginia, I probably don't know how to get there. But every time I hear this on the on the news, I think about you down there and your family and wonder, is it close to you? Is it really a threat or is it just posturing? You know, um, I keep hearing people say, we don't need to worry about world events. We need to focus on ourselves. And yes, we do. But we still have to pay attention and be aware because there, there are people in harm's way all over the world. So now where did that come from? Oh, I see what's going on there. I see what's happening there. It uh, opened up a bunch of stuff. So <laughs> I've got <laughs> I've got Facebook open over here um, because it forced me to open that, and it showed me a bunch of uh, notices that I hadn't hadn't seen before just now. See, did it? See, I'm just wondering, did it actually? Oh my gosh. I guess it posted that. Darn it. I don't know what it's done. I got to get back on track. Uh, northeast of the Philippines. Taiwan is just an hour north of the country, but nothing big right now will heat up later, though. Uh, Taiwan is northeast of the Philippines. I, I, I worry. <laughs> I do. I worry. We had um, a while back, we had a couple of guys from Canada stay here. I may have mentioned this before. And um, we talked, you know, we goosed each other a little bit about religious differences because they knew I wasn't Jewish. <laughs> it's kind of obvious. But um, I mess. I did message the one guy that had made the uh, original reservation. And I told him that I was thinking about him. And I didn't want to say a whole lot, you know, especially on email where it can be, if people want to track it, they can track it. Um, I would be one of the ones they picked. You know, if they picked the needle out of the haystack, I would be the needle they picked out of the haystack. But um, I do, when I when I know about people, I, I worry about them. I worry about them. But I hope you guys stay safe and it's just, uh, it's crazy. I'm, I'm hearing people say, well, we're getting ready for World War III. I believe, it, I believe that in about, it won't take that long maybe, but for example, say about 10 years, we'll look back and say, yeah, it was World War III because of all that's going on over Ukraine, all that's going on over in the Middle East, all that's going on down in China. You know, it's all, it's, it's, it's crazy. But I want you guys to take care and uh, know that I'm thinking about you. So we'll get started a little bit and try to focus a little better here. Um, we still have the promotional code. If you decide that you want to direct book here at Holstein House, I'm really having a tough time this morning. It might be I haven't had enough coffee. My cup's empty. I forgot to go up before we got started. Um, but if you're interested in staying at Holstein House and you want a direct book, uh, go to robinholstein.com and select Holstein House from a menu, and you'll you'll come up to a, um, a calendar so you can check the dates and stuff. If you do direct book, and you're welcome to do that, I prefer that. 
you can use promo code BROAD5, B-R-O-A-D-5, and uh, get 5% off your direct book stay here at Holstein House. We, um, I, I like to think we offer a good good experience you know kind of like being cousins we're not I, you know you hesitate to say we there's that one place restaurant that says we treat you like family i don't have somebody treating me like family trust me right now mm -mm. families don't treat each other right sometimes and i don't want to treat you like family but i will say cousins because sometimes cousins are really great and uh, you're just far enough apart that you're you're not brother and sister fighting and carrying on and uh but you're you're still kind of close so uh, use the promo code BROAD5 if you direct book with Holstein House. And we do still take, we're still with Airbnb. You can go to Airbnb and look up Holstein House here in West Virginia and uh, book your room that way. If you're more comfortable, a lot of people are just more comfortable that way. Uh, and that's okay too. But I don't offer any specials to Airbnb. Uh, on occasion, I'll have a reduced rate, but not very often. And the uh, the booking dates are usually not as open on Airbnb as they are for direct book. So um, we just had a girl stay, woman, I should say woman, stay Saturday. She came in in good time, about five o'clock. Uh, but she had several uh, accommodations that she needed, not like health accommodations, but um, she needed to set up a sous vide. Uh, but she needed to set it up at midnight because she was doing a salt rise bread and as I was talking to her about it, I was showing her about the stove, not that it's complicated, but I wanted to make sure she knew to dial it all the way over, dial it all the way back and to get it to light, which burner was better and all that other stuff because um, she needed to heat water up. And I asked her, I said, do you want to use the microwave or would you rather use the stove? She said, the stove's fine. So I showed her that and showed her the uh, tea kettle and... Um, so she needs to start that at midnight because this had to raise and, and set and incubate in this sous vide at, at the perfect temperature. And I asked her, I asked her what kind, I said, I've never heard of salt bread, salt rise bread or salt rising bread. And uh, this stuff, she said, oh, it's a traditional Appalachian bread. And I said, really? I'll have to ask my mother-in-law about it because she's more into the traditional Appalachian. You know, I mean, she gathered greens and she did all the things you know uh the quilting and the sewing her own dress for graduation from high school and all these things you know she's she traditional appalachian woman but um this stuff has um chickpea flour in it that's the one thing that stuck out besides salt and, and water and and uh, uh flour and well, there was something else there's two or three things in there and I thought the average Appalachian that I know didn't use chickpea flour. Do you, do you, I mean, do you, have you run across people in your life that in your, in your, in your history? Because now it's a thing nowadays, you know, sprouting chickpeas and eating chickpeas and hummus and all that stuff. But I don't, I don't remember ever hearing about it. But now my experience growing up is a lot different than, other ones and uh, Mr. Holstein said well maybe it's from like you know New England uh air, not New England but the the uh northern part northeastern part of the uh, Appalachian Mountains um Pennsylvania New York because she she was she lived in um, 
Fayetteville. And a lot of the folks that settled in Fayetteville and the area came in here um, like in the 60s and 70s with the with the, the hippie culture came in. You know, get back to the land barefoot and pregnant stuff. And uh, some of them made it. Some of them didn't. There's a book about it. I, I sent a copy to Toolman Tim one time. I don't have it here close again. <laughs> I think I said something about that on Friday. I never have things here that I'm talking about. But um, I don't know. I never heard of it. I, it might be a real thing. But she was presenting at um, at um, Dickens, at the Dickinson, John Q. Dickinson Salt uh, Works. So several miles from me, they, um, they re- revived the old salt works to, in a small artisanal way, you know. So they only do a little bit, but they charge a whole lot. So a quarter ounce of salt is like $4. But they, 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 um, I, I don't know exactly how they do it. They have to have wells. I should have gone to one of the tours. I just never go down there. Um, they mine the salt, the ancient salt, and then they, they, uh, with, out of wells, and then they pour it out on these things, and they use the sun to dry it and sell it for a, a fortune. <laughs> Must be nice. No, I'm just teasing. But, um. So she was going over there to do this class because it involves salt, I guess. And I, I did ask her how the class went uh, in a message, but I didn't hear back from her. She gave me a good review, though. I'm glad about that. But, uh, yeah, I, and she left the recipe. I should have brought it down here. But I've got eight million other things happening. And <sighs> that's just how it is. Hi, Hunter. Hi, Carla. Sorry, I'm fl- flipping back and forth from my notes page to this. One of these days, I'm going to get me a big screen. On for a computer from uh that that can handle the the uh, resource load on it that kind of thing. Yawn morning, yeah. Uh, garbanzo beans, mino gusta. Well, gee, I mean, they you make hummus out of them. I I like hummus. I like to make my own hummus. I can't get it as smooth as the store bought stuff, but it's still good. I it's just uh, um. You know, cooked chickpeas and um, sesame paste and tahini and some salt. That's about all it is. It's really good. Hi, Chrissy. It's good to see you there. Haven't seen you for a while. Ah, uh, you don't have to call me Miss Robin. That's what. That's what Dave does. He does that. I th- I know he does it with everybody, but I think he just does it because I I call him Dave. I, I don't hardly call him Corn Cob. It's his birthday. Sent him a little birthday message. He's a great musician. I, it's a shame that he was never able to, um, you know, break through. I mean, he went down to uh, Nashville several times and lived down there. He and Wayne and I don't know who else. There's more than one. They actually have a contract for a song. Surefire Records, I think is the name of it, of the company, not the, the song. I forget which song it was that they sold to him or they contracted or how. What it, I don't know how that works. Uh, we got the contract up in the cabinet in the safe somewhere. It was hysterical. It was great when that happened. It made him feel all proud and everything. But uh, yeah, he's a he's a great uh, he's a he's a good man. He's we clash a lot, but he's a good man, good friend of Wayne. Carla says, "Oh wait a minute." Uh, Mike says he might they make chip. 
chickpea flatbread bread. See, I can't get got my tongue tangled up. Uh, or roti in Indian elsewhere, yeah. And nan flatbread also with cheese. I haven't, I've never made nan bread. And I didn't you ask me, to, somebody asked me to make a particular, asked me about a particular uh, type of uh, bread one time. And I said I was going to look into it. And I never did. It's just life. Oh, Chrissy, Dave's, <laughs> Dave wouldn't be watching this. I don't even, he don't even know that. Heck, well, I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> Dave's not going to be watching this. I can promise you that. I mean, um, Mike says, my wife likes making curries with flatbread. I've never made curry either. There's a lot of stuff I've never made that I would like to make. Oh, let's see what's going on over there. Oh, okay. I'm going to switch that window real quick. And uh, so what I do, what when I started, what I was talking about was... Um, arguing with Facebook, I'm, I'm just trying to set, I'm doing a workshop and the, it's really not a whole lot of anything. Um, I was going to talk about that later. At, well, I was doing a workshop at the church and on next Wednesday and I'll, I was doing the advertisement, just a little, little image thing that I put up on the events for the church and I put it out on next door and I put it out, to, I send it to the paper to be um, included the newspaper but, um, so I was trying to update that and <laughs> Facebook was giving me fits, giving me fits. Oh, let's see. Where was I? Oh, there's nothing really exciting going on that I can share with you. There's some behind the scenes. Um, um some people might call it excitement. Um, I call it aggravation. Uh, some stuff with that that I'm trying to get worked out. He apparently has an eye exam tomorrow, which I guess was on my calendar. It was on the calendar, but I don't know how I missed it. So um, I didn't, I should have rescheduled it because it's right in the middle of Bible study. So I had to cancel Bible study. And, um, but we're still having the uh, West Virginia State University pumpkin carving thing is going to be, I don't know what they, they're calling it pumpkin carving, but then in the description, it talks about recipes and it talks about um, growing and uh, what seeds to use and stuff. So it's more than just the carving. So I thought, well, that, that name is kind of sad because <laughs> if you just wanted to learn about raising pumpkins, you could be there, but you wouldn't know it unless you read all the details. Um, I still have a handful of green peppers on my green pepper plant. They're not nowhere big enough. I mean, you couldn't put a meatball in them yet. They may not survive, but I'm going to keep them out there and keep uh, watering them and see how they go. Uh, the chickens are still plunking along. I've, it, I have I have an Isa Brown that is molting. And, you know, if you've ever seen a chicken that's in molt, it looks like it's it's diseased because all the, hair, all the feathers are falling out. And this is a terrible time to molt. Her neck is almost completely bare. She just looks like somebody took her and just... <laughs> And then I have one of my leghorns. She shook like this the other day and just white feathers went everywhere. I'm like, oh, not you too. Because they also don't lay in the mold. So we've got the combination of uh, fewer eggs because of the daylight hours and the mold <laughs> happening. But those ducks keep plugging on. And it's a shame Mr. Olstein won't eat duck eggs. So I've got to get some duck egg eggs sold. Um, 
the guy who buys most of my um, most of my um, chicken eggs. I asked him, I said, I've got duck eggs. And he said, nah. And I'm pretty sure I sent four or five, duck, maybe six uh, duck eggs to him uh, a while back. And they said they were fine. They couldn't tell the difference. And then now they're saying no. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to get rid of some duck eggs. Uh, John, now, Chrissy, you know John, uh, John Coon. Uh, he, uh, he, he likes, I give him eggs too. And um, when I have them uh, to, you know, to, to give uh, for him and I tried him on duck eggs and he's like, nah. <laughs> so I wish I don't understand people. I love them. I love them. Uh, oh, Chrissy has to run. Sorry. She may not have heard me. Giggity. Is that what you're saying there, Hunter? Oh, no, you're saying got to go. Talk to you later. Okay. So, that's cool. I'm glad you guys stopped by. And if you catch up on it later, you'll know that I said I'm glad you stopped by. <laughs> I'd much rather have people just dart in and say, hey, I'll catch you later, than not say anything at all. Because it's hard sometimes sitting here because you don't get immediate, you don't get feedback. You have to wait for all the analytics to come through. But, oh, the, um, Mike, you may not be interested at all. Carla, if you're still on, you might be interested. This might be something uh, that you'd like to see. The, the lunch and learn that I'm going to do um, is um, on, is a candle activity. And I actually did a YouTube yesterday morning. And it's not, I mean, it's not a high quality production, but it is okay. Um, let me get to my images here and get this up. Um, and then share the window. Present. <laughs> and can you see that? So that, what you're seeing there is uh, is a candle that I have used waxed paper and uh, tissue uh, clean uh, um, tissue napkin for th a Thanksgiving napkin and I cut that design out of the napkin and applied it to the candle with waxed paper and a hairdryer uh Oh, yeah, Carla. I think you did you not mention to me one time before, but we have got to have lunch so I can get that shirt to you and bring you some duck eggs and see if she can eat them. If you guys will eat them. Yeah, we can work something out because the, I've got the two girls laying right now every day, two a day. I expect them to take a break from time to time, but right now we're getting two a day. So it wouldn't take but a week to get uh, now. And what you could also you could do a lot of other things. I'll get back to this image here. You, you could do a lot of things with that. Um, what I have done is, is I just went over to the dollar store, picked up a holiday napkins and a cheap candle and the wax paper I already had, but, um, just, you know, trim that out, cover it with the wax paper, put the hairdryer, or you could use the hot gun on it. Yes. Carla is CL. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. Um, and just heat it until the wax on the wax paper and the candle start to melt together a little bit. It's hard to explain here. If you go to the YouTube, you can look at it. I just put it up yesterday under uh, in video. So 
Um, I think it's under a DIY for a uh, playlist. Um, but it's it's very simple. The hardest thing is your hands because the the heat from either the hair dryer or the heat gun just you got to hold your hands just so or you just cook your skin so um it's really not the best thing to do with a hair dryer because your hair dryer is not meant to to do that but we're gonna i'm gonna do a workshop on that next wednesday at noon and um well carla i i will be happy happy to work out a deal with you guys on the eggs and if um if if you want to um with the ladies that you help take care of, if you're still doing that, then we'll, we'll come up with something. Uh, Carla says, I didn't set up this account, so I don't know why I'm listed as CL. Probably somebody misspelled my name. I don't know if you can go back in and uh, fix that or not. I've never tried to go in and adjust my name on. Now, I know I heard someone say if you turn, because this isn't listed as Holstein House YouTube. I probably should do that because that wasn't the original intent when I set up the, I mean, my very first YouTube was, um, I think a picture of, uh, was a little video of the dogs that we had at the time. And uh, I just never fooled with it much. So, but I hear, my understanding is you can change it, but you might lose comments or something. I don't know. I have to look about that some more. But uh, I guess you could have hijacked the uh, the account, Carla. But anyway, that's what I'm going to be showing folks to do. I'm going to do the uh, autumn ones uh, the 1st of November. And then, um, let's see, the 2nd of November, I'm not sure. Oh, gosh, what have I got going for the 2nd? Well, it would be the 8th, the 2nd Wednesday. And then the 3rd Wednesday, I think, will be West Virginia State University. And then, um, so I've got one, two three, four more Wednesdays. I got to come up with something to do. <laughs> it is an in-person workshop, uh, Mike, but uh, what you can do, you can look at it on um, uh, I, where I did the uh, video yesterday. I'm hesitant to record because the audio in that room is just terrible. Um, I don't know how the ladies would feel about being recorded or the folks who participate. I'll have to, I'll exp I'll have to experiment with that. I guess I could have done a live. I could still do a live one of my guests. I have to think those things through. I still have to look at that link you sent me for the um, AirBTC, the, the um, fountain um, podcast that mentions the AirBTC. I still haven't done that. I might be able to get to that this evening or today sometime. I do have to uh, go to Charleston kind of unexpectedly today. So I'm going to stop sharing that and get back to this. Um, but there's other ones that I can, I mean, it's very simple. It's a very simple little craft. And you can, you know, get, a, I, I did get the hot glue gun out, but I didn't use it. Um, I tried positioning some um, foam cutout pumpkins and flower and leaves and stuff, and I just couldn't make it work to the way I liked it. But you could you could hot glue you know uh, stuff on there uh, on your candles, and I've seen people paint candles with some paints and stuff. We'll see. 
we'll see, after last week's disappointing lunch and learn on the pumpkin painting, I, I really want to make sure that it's, even though it can be simple, that it's just not, you know, finger painting for kindergartners, kind of what that felt like. <laughs> so, um, our church classroom clean out, uh, that is a project now at the church. A couple, the couple of the ladies and I talked about it after services Sunday and, um, they want to get moving. They're, they're, they, they're waiting on me, but my, my days and my time is so just jammed. Uh, they said, when can we, can, when can we get started cleaning that out again? And I said, well, as far as I'm concerned, if you guys want to go ahead and take out obvious trash, things that are broken and get rid of those, um, we know there's some boxes in the basement that have other boxes in them. Um, then we need to gather up, I'll have to do that with my truck. We'll have to gather up um, uh, things that we need to take out and donate away. There are ironstone type dishes out the eyeballs in the kitchen part of the downstairs. And nobody uses those anymore. Um, if you drop them on that hard concrete floor, they're just going to shatter in a million pieces. I don't even know why they're there. We've never had anything that I'm aware of that used those dishes. I don't know where they came from. Um, but I do, I do have to do the newsletter for the church this week. I'd need to get that out by um, Saturday so that it's out to people by next week for November. And um, list our charge conference that's coming up. I'm kind of thinking out, out, out loud here on the 19th of November. And um, then our holiday dinner, our Christmas dinner that's coming up in December. I need to let people know about that. And I need to let everyone know if they have things in the basement of the church or in the fellowship hall that they want to back, they need to contact me or one of the other ladies. And we discussed that. And um, one of the ladies said, well, how are we going to stop people from just coming and taking all kinds of stuff? And I said, well, we're not going to identify what's there. And if somebody says, oh, I have all these ironstone dishes there, <laughs> I'm going to say, come and get them. Otherwise, they're going to be donated to Heart and Hand or uh, someplace, someplace that needs them. Carla, your ladies don't need any dishes over there, do they? Evening Facebook followers. Uh, yeah, evening Facebook followers. That's an idea. That's an idea. Um. So what we want to do, we've, we've kind of decided that we need to uh, straighten up the basement of the church, which is separate from the fellowship hall. And it's, it's hard to understand because the way they built the fellowship hall, they, they put a uh, kind of like a hallway in between. And it feels like you're going from one building or that you're still in the same building. So when you're, <laughs> sometimes I get uh, OCD about stuff <laughs> and the basement of the church is a totally separate thing from the fellowship hall. Because the fellowship hall is attached by, by a hallway. The basement is under the sanctuary. So I get real picky about that. And um, we were talking and one of the ladies was bouncing back and forth. She was saying, well, in the basement, in the kitchen. I'm like, the kitchen's not in the basement. You know, that's not the same thing. So in the, but, so in the basement, they, they have uh, put in a sump pump. And they cut away 
to put in drains and stuff and then they never fixed it they just left it raw so the idea is to replace some paneling in a couple rooms get the floors scrubbed up uh, maybe replace a couple light fixtures because you know they you can get these led lights to replace old uh, fluorescent bulbs and we need to do that because some of these uh, fluorescent fixtures those ballast things are going bad so the lights have to heat up and then when they heat so hot they get so warm then they kick off and then you're in the dark and it's i know it can be done mr olstein's done it i just don't know if he'll do it again <laughs> do it for the church but we need to plan that out figure out how much money we need to fix that and get that fixed so that the rooms are usable because right now it's just depressing you go in there there's no air movement because nobody's in there using the room so it's stuffy and smelly and not because it's dirty or anything, but just because it's not used. And I mean, I just, you know, if we're going to try to do stuff for the community, we need to have space to do it. And a lot of that stuff is junk and needs to be gone. So that's one of the projects. Like, I need another project. Um, I didn't have any real news I was going to focus on today, like, you know, world news or anything like that. Um, there's a lot, always a lot going on. I saw on the news this morning about that horrible crash in Louisiana. Uh, they're blaming it on some kind of heavy fog. And oh, when I just turned my head and looked at the news and there it was and all these cars that had burned. I thought they were still talking about the Middle East. And then they said Louisiana. And I thought, good grief. See, that's you never know. I'm not going to get preachy, but you never know when when pew, you're hit by a bus and um, your time's up. So get ready get ready <laughs> but the primary thing I wanted to focus on today was uh, just Thanksgiving you know we're about we're really four weeks away now it it's on Thursday in the in the in the United States let me say in the United States Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday of November and this year it falls on the 23rd and usually in some places it gives you the 24th off as well because the 23rd is being Thursday heck why take off Thursday and go back in on Friday now I used to do that I would try to um, alternate like one year I would ask for the week of Thanksgiving off for uh, vacation time and then I would only take a couple days around Christmas and New Year's then the next year I would only take a couple the day like the day after Thanksgiving which when I was working for the state wasn't a holiday it is now um the day after and maybe that Monday or something and then take request time off early in December and when we had when I worked for the state and was doing that um, it got to be such a it's just just such a thorn you know just such an issue that I would have my, my vacation sheet ready and I would turn it in the first week of January ahead of everybody else and chances were it was getting approved and then all these other people who were you know really mean and nasty people <laughs> didn't get along with because I can be hard to get along with um, would uh, would be griping well did you, because I put my time in first that's why <laughs> uh, people sometimes aggravate me <laughs> sorry it's just how it is 
but we'll focus on Thanksgiving for a little bit. Now, I, did, I touched a little bit on it last week when I, when I was giving you some prices. Uh, and I looked, I was at the store, um, was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. And I kind of glanced around and prices were still about the same. You could still get the honeysuckle turkeys for 98 cents a pound, which when you, if you compare to ground beef and stuff, holy cats, that's the thing to buy. And if you have, you know, if you are on a, um, a, a lower income level or, um, you know, you, you have, um, difficulties, you know, financial difficulties and things, you should really look at uh, alternative ways to celebrate the holidays. Now, turkey at 98 cents a pound, it's crazy. Now, the thing is, is you're looking at fairly large birds, okay? And so some people might say, I don't need a bird that large. Well, just chop it up. Chop it up. Cut it up. Get, get, buy your... Make sure you have a freezer to put it in. Let's start there. <laughs> if you have just a refrigerator freezer, start considering buying a small chest freezer. I've seen them at, uh, sorry to say, I've seen them at pawn shops. You're taking a chance because you don't know if they really are going to hold up or not. Uh, I doubt that the pawn shops have uh, refrigeration specialists in there, <laughs> but uh, maybe they haven't checked out. I don't know. You can find them at resale shops sometimes. Um, again, you're taking a chance, but um, you can get them small ones for a little bit of nothing uh, if you are careful with your money. Then start there. Then now you've got a small chest freezer. Now, I'm not a big fan of chest freezers, but I have two of them. One, I keep uh, think bread-related things in, and I keep it close to the kitchen. The other we have, um, we got, uh, a, was it a quarter? No, I think it was a half a beef. He picked it up a few weeks ago. We have that in there for now. In my pantry freezer, I have an upright and that's one a lot of people call standing freezer, whatever. I really like that. I can see what's there. I know people have a feeling that, well, when you open that door, all of this air rolls in and the cool rolls out. That's a minuscule amount. If you're not standing there with the doors wide open for hours, it's not an issue. Um, work your way up, but start with a chest freezer. That's fine. There's no big, no reason not to. Um, Carla says, my ladies don't need dishes, but thank you for thinking of them. Well, if they need, if they need stuff, holler, cause we may, we may have some things to, to share with you. And Mike says, what's the best supermarket in your area for meat? The best one for meat. Well, define area. Um, Walmart is a mile from me. Kroger's is about 12 miles from me. I like Kroger better. Uh, they have better uh, markdowns. And I am not afraid to buy markdown meats if there's stuff that we eat. I don't buy odd stuff that we never eat because it sits in the freezer. Save a Lot is a small chain. Um, but the closest one to me is in Cross Lanes now. The one that was just about 12 miles away closed. Cross Lanes is about 28 miles, 30 miles from me, I think. 
but I have to do the math. But it's they're all they're too far to drive. The best the best deal is just to just to go a mile to Walmart. Sam's Club is is decent, but you're buying this huge package of stuff. Their markdowns are fair if you can get them. Um, I have bought large packages of ground beef from them before. And, of course, I separate that out. Uh, they have the best-looking meats, but they're also really high. So if you're, unless you're prepared to go in and buy a lot of it, you're, you're not really going to do very well um, that way. Now, all of that goes into, you know, jug, I, I mentioned this, I think, last, last time. I'm not a big fan of driving all around creation to save a few dollars because you've got to calculate your time and your gas. If I'm already, I used to work in, uh, in South Charleston, West Virginia, which is around 20 miles from me. Um, so I would come past coming home. I would come past a bunch of shops and I could, I could stop at one and stop at the next and stop at the next because I was on my way home already. Um, there have been times when I took a day in the middle of the week and I made these big sweeps around. If I have to go do dad's deposits, I'm going to Charleston anyway. So I'm doing his deposits. I may stop on the way back at some of these stores, but I have uh, resisted the, plus my schedule has cut back a lot on um, my ability to, to make those big sweeps, but um, it, you, you can do it if you, uh, Paper coupons aren't a thing much anymore. Um, they're not the best quality stuff anyway, usually for like macaroni and cheese. It's okay. A lot of people are surviving on macaroni and cheese. But if you're trying to be careful, macaroni and cheese is not one of the best things for you. Not not store-bought in a box anyway. But um, I like Kroger's better. But again, Walmart's well, just a mile from me. So, But, you know, if you get... You get your deep freeze, you start filling it up with stuff that's on sale. You don't, I mean, most of the foods that you're going to find that are marked down just need to be moved along. Uh, they're taking up space. It's not necessarily that they're bad. Uh, meats and stuff that are marked down aren't necessarily bad, aren't necessarily about to go bad. Uh, you just need to get them frozen or cooked. You know, if you buy something that's marked down, you need to get it either in the skillet in the stove or in the refrigerator freezer so you can you can you know cut cut your losses that way and you don't have to have ham or turkey for thanksgiving although turkey right now is a, is really a good price with even with people talking about you know how the prices have gone up if you cut that turkey up you cut the legs off you cut the wings off you cut the breast meat you 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 know you Simmer the bones, get you some broth. I mean, you can make several meals out of that turkey. And you can freeze those and have them later. And so you're stretching out um, your, your budget. You can grind your own turkey if you get a grinder. But, you know, make sure you're going to be grinding stuff to get your money back. <laughs> out of your, Don't buy a grinder and only use it once. You're not saving any money that way. But alternative menu items. What are some of the favorite things that you like for holiday dinners that is in an abundance right now? 
because that you can have that. It doesn't have to be the the mashed potatoes and gravy and green beans and corn. It can be anything. Thanksgiving is a is a is the adult holiday. I think Rush Limbaugh used to say that. He used to say it's the adults holiday. Christmas is for children, and Thanksgiving is for parents and uh, adults to give thanks. And I obviously I believe in Christ, but to give thanks to creators that they have created you, that they've been good to you, that you have food to eat. You could even, if you're really on a tight budget and you don't have the money for turkey, you know, you'd substitute a chicken. Get a whole chicken and treat it the same way you would a turkey. Whole chickens are not too bad in price either. I think they're higher than a turkey, but they're smaller also. <laughs> People have fish. I saw in the uh, in the headlines a little while ago, and I didn't read all of it because I just saw the headline, uh, that uh, our Elk River, which is not far from me, they're getting ready to stock it with trout. So it's, uh, our rivers in West Virginia, we used to have native trout and a combination of uh, clearing the mountains for logs back in the turn of the 18 to 1900s and um, coal mining and strip mining and things have damaged a lot of the streams. And so we've lost a lot of trout habitat. But there is a hatchery uh, in West Virginia in the mountains, and they will stalk trout in some of the streams that are clean enough to handle it. And um, Paint Creek used to be one. I don't know if they are now because if you were, you probably don't remember, we talked about this back in the, I think it was back in the spring, that a tanker turned over and spilled some type of detergent. Uh, it turned on, the tanker turned over on the turnpike, West Virginia turnpike, and the detergent it was carrying, it was um, hauling liquids, it went down into Paint Creek and the soil and stuff was contaminated. So I don't know if they're stocking trout there. I don't know. I haven't heard anything lately on the um, on the status of the water. Mike said, we had turkey in Hawaii for the potluck gatherings, but no one ate it. It went to sandwiches and stew. The barbecue ribs and baked salmon were the winners. You know, I always want to eat salmon, but every time I eat it, I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. so strong. The flavor is so strong in the ones that I've had. But that's, I mean, it can be fish. It can be, heck, it could be. Is that you're just getting together with friends, friends or loved ones and just being thankful that you have stuff. And we all, if you're watching this in any capacity, you have stuff. You may not have a lot of stuff, but if you're watching this with live or on the replay, you have the internet and you can watch, you know, videos. So you have things and you can be thankful for those things. Sometimes the things we have, we wish we didn't. <laughs> Sometimes I think in the internet should not have been invented by Al Gore. He should have not done that because of all the terrible things it's turned out to to do. But at the same time, it's done some wonderful things. It's connected a lot of people across the world. It helps disseminate truth as well as fiction. And, um, you know, it's easy to manipulate. But if you use your nut, remember we talked about that the other, use your nut. Um, you can you can filter out the the false um, now, with AI, that's a different story. You're starting to get into really sketchy stuff with AI. But I think, I think if we all stop long enough, 
and, and don't swallow it hook, line, and sinker as soon as we see it, it'll be okay. So what kind, Mike, what kind of uh, desserts did you have at that potluck? Did you have pumpkin pie? Because, you know, pumpkin pie is a traditional, traditional Thanksgiving dessert here in the United States. Um, it's one of my favorites. I love it. I love it. I could eat it forever. It's just so good. Um, Mr. Holstein likes to have, and uh, he's not a, he eats pumpkin pie, but he's not like the big pumpkin pie, pie fan that I am. Uh, I usually make a pumpkin and an apple. In recent years, I've been making um, custard and putting a coconut, like a coconut custard kind of thing, uh, meringue with meringue. Because dad likes coconut pie with meringue. I can't get the meringue that high. He says, Mike says, we had rainbow and German brown trout up country at my grandma's ranch in California. We have native to West Virginia some kind of golden trout thing. I don't know what it is. I've never caught one. Um, I've never really tried to. Uh, you know, fly fishers, they use those, um, or trout fishers use those poles where you whip it back and forth. I don't, I don't need, I'm not into it that deep. <laughs> I want to just flip my rod and have it go out there and reel it back in and be done. But uh, Mr. Holstein likes to have um, his turkey, his mashed potatoes, uh, and gravy maybe, but always cranberry sauce. Those are the things he absolutely, and I don't make the cranberry sauce. I I always buy it. And yes, it comes in a can. It comes out in a can and I slice it in little round circles. <laughs> it's just like my grandma did it. So if grandma did it, it has to be the right way, right? <laughs> so, um, I, and I haven't now, the only fish I have cooked, I've cooked catfish, I've cooked crappie, I've cooked um, sunfish, and... Um, Catfish and crappie and sunfish. I don't know. Panfish. I, I don't know what they are. Um, what well, all they were. I, did I cook that shark? I think I cooked shark. Because we caught one uh, years, many years ago. When the boys still lived here with us. Um, we went uh, deep sea fishing. Um, Actually, that's a lie. It wasn't deep sea. It was on the coast. It was like in the, the um, oh, it was in some of the backwaters of the coast. But Brian David snagged a stingray. It was hysterical because you can't bring it in. He was going to have to, he was going to have to cut the line. But he had this string stingray and he was absolutely just thrilled. He's like, oh my gosh, what have we got? You saw that thing hop hop up and you could see the lure hooked in its in its mouth and the uh the guide said i'll let you play with it a little bit but you got to cut it loose it would tear up the boat and uh, you, you couldn't do anything it probably stabbed you like that guy what was that guy's name that that um animal guy that steve Irwin was it steve Irwin got stung by the stingray and i mean that would be automatic reflexes to be grab that thing and pull it out of there but Mike says, I couldn't even remember the dessert out in the islands, but at Grandma's scratch pumpkin pie with fresh whipped cream. I have made fresh whipped cream. Um, like meringue, it takes a lot of elbow. Whip, 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 whip. Um, 
So I don't. I use Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Family guy. <laughs> Stewie Whip. Cool Whip. But um, yeah, I see. I don't do. I don't do crusts. I don't do crusts at all because they. Um, I just they're always tough when I make them. And I've tried. People say, "Oh, put a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, vinegar in the in the crust." Oh no, don't do that. Use ice water. Oh no, do that. Don't do that. Do something else. And you're kneading it too much, and you're working it too much. And I'm thinking you got to roll it out. How do you, <laughs> you mix it together? And you, but you got to roll it out. So I don't know. I just have never done very well with crust. Now the last thing um, I actually have on my list, which we might get out of here right in an hour. Is to host or not to host. Now that that's a couple that can go a couple different directions. To host people at home or to host guests through the B and B. I generally turn my calendar off for the holidays. I figure the major holidays, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, Easter. Mike says we hold a stingray once fishing from shore. We brought it back to the house and my uncle cooked it up somehow but nobody ate it oh that's a shame i see i don't if i'm going to catch it i'm going to eat it so i don't like to go to catch and release spots we have a lot of catch and release spots in west virginia along some of the streams and if you're not careful you'll miss the the, the signage that they have up and you could get in trouble if you keep like um certain bass and um something else bass catch and release and um mm, What's the other one? I can't remember. I haven't been fishing in ages. Um, I would try it. I would try stingray. I've tried just about everything at some point. I've eaten snake. I didn't like it much. Might have been the way it was fixed, but I didn't like it. I've eaten alligator. I've eaten rabbit, of course. I've eaten squirrel. Oh, the boy's great-grandmother used to make the best squirrel. Oh, I would never know how to make it. It just was too good. Um, venison, of course. I've got some bear meat in a jar because a guy traded me some work for it. But I don't, I put it in, it was, it was in the freezer. And, it, you know, after stuff's been in the freezer for a while, it degrades. So I canned it. So it's in a can. It's like ground beef, ground beef bear, ground bear meat. I don't know what to do. I guess I could put it in a in chili. Maybe hey, I'll have to, I'll have to because you can't pair, patty it out. Um, what else have I had that's not like stuff that you buy at the store? I can't remember. But I don't. I'm not a fan of of catch and release, and so. Anywhere we go fishing, if we catch it and it's big enough to keep it, um, I'm going to keep it. Mike says, now field rats out in boonies, they're scrawny but taste. Have you really eaten field mice or field rats, Mike? Have you really? I can't. <laughs> That's one no I have not eaten. I have not eaten that before. I I guess I would. 
I mean, I'm not opposed to trying something once to eat the rice and other crops. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. That was like, what are those things? We used to watch, um, oh, shoot. What's the show where they hunt the alligators down south? Swamp people. We, I love to watch that. Well, I used to love to watch it. They've shuffled some of the, the people in it around so much that, and some of them I'm just not, some of them are just dumb. I think they, they hired them for the dumb factor because it was getting to be too, too, too nutty using their nut. Um, <laughs> that, um, that Nutria, Nutria, it's like, kind of like a groundhog, only it's a rat of some sort. I don't know if they actually eat it or not, but they talk about it a lot, that they can eat it. Uh, I have never tried groundhog. Matter of, no, I haven't. Come to think of it, I've never had groundhog. Uh, we've got a few around here. I haven't seen them in my yard since Bob rolled that one chasing it out of the yard. But I don't, I wouldn't be opposed to, I'm not opposed to trying just about any kind of meat. But do you, do you host people? Are you the host of your Thanksgiving dinner? I used to be. <laughs> I used to be the hostess. Everybody used to come here. Then we had, um, these people get married. These people always have to work. Dad's not able to get around. Mom passed away. Son moved away. And so it's dwindled down to just a handful of folks. We usually invite a couple people over, a couple friends over who otherwise wouldn't be uh, going anywhere. But um, yeah, it's, uh, we, I used to be the one that hosted everything. And like I said, it's kind of fallen away now, but uh Carla says Nutra is Rouse from the Princess Bride. I don't know anything about Princess Bride. What is that? Is that the one where um, it was? Did they turn her to the frog? Was it the one that they turned to the frog? I don't remember. There's some show that Tori wanted to watch when she was little that I bought for. I used to buy her all kinds of stuff. She's grown now. Shoot, she'll be 16 tomorrow. I got to get her something. <laughs> I haven't bought her anything yet. <laughs> what do you buy a 16-year-old girl? Tomboy kind of girl. I mean, she like I get she likes being a girl, but she's she's into soccer and stuff like that. So uh, Mike says parents would host Christmas and Easter, Thanksgiving at grandma's, then later my oldest sister would host later after she later. After she passed. Yeah. So there's usually. There's usually somebody. There's usually somebody that's hosting dinner. Now. I've already mentioned. I usually close the calendar for guests. Over the major holidays. Um, I kind of. I, I kind of. Go back and forth on that. Just a little bit. Because I, I just. Um, I think. Well if I was traveling. I'd want a place to stay. But. Then I think, but I need some time off too. But then we invite people in. So, but I usually I usually close off the room, uh, the calendar for the room for that. So, Wait, nothing going on over here. I'll close that out. Not much going on over here. Oh, hey, listen. So, um, 
Toolman Tim. Uh, maybe I'm not supposed to tell this. I don't know. But Toolman Tim is going to do this special thing for, I think it's New Year's. But I think we're going to record it before. I don't know. I'll have to find out for sure. Anyway, it's like it's a spoof on that um, King, of the, King of the Hill, that cartoon show. And one of the characters, actually one of the main characters, is Peggy, Hank Hill's wife. And I've been asked to voice Peggy, Hank Hill's wife. And it's kind of a mixed... <laughs> It's kind of a mixed thing because if you know the show, um, Peggy is like an overly proud know-it-all, except she doesn't really know. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I'm going to have to study up on my King of the Hill. We used to watch it all the time. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how he's going to do it. So he his show his YouTube is. Um, does he call it, uh, what does he call it, Two Man Tim's Workshop Radio, I think is what he calls it. Um, let me see if I can find it real fast on the YouTube, and I'll tell you, and then I'll drop a link down below in the in the comments uh, later, so you guys can follow him, or, or at least um, try to check him out when this happens. I think what he said, now, I was reading the stuff really late last night. Um, he wanted last it's it's all one word tool man tim's workshop okay and that's his youtube channel i'll like i said i'll drop that in uh in the description did ron get wrangled in or volunteer it's kind of volunteered id uh because he he was posting in the telegram group last night or yesterday evening that last year he he read the script from one of the one of the king of the hill episodes and i think it was the y2k one when i think the world's gonna you know come to an end and he wanted to do that with people voicing other characters so i think it's still kind of in in beta in draft mode right now and um Letty, I think it was Letty, ask, well, who would you, asking Tim, who would you cast in these positions, these characters? And all I did was say this, as in, yeah, I agree with Letty's question. This, this is what I want to know. Who would you cast? And later on down in the conversation, he said, I think Robin would be a good Peggy Hill. And I thought, man, does he understand I know that show? And it's not necessarily a compliment, <laughs> but I said, if you need me to, I will. And uh, But I'll have you know, I don't have a size 15 shoe. <laughs> and I'm not an associate teacher anywhere. But um, I think it's, it's going to be fun. I'll try to keep you posted on that. Um, I'll ask him for more detail and see when it's going to be. And you guys can, can chime in or watch or something. I'm not sure. I... So I've interviewed him about a year ago and um, I've been following, I don't even remember how I got to all these guys. I, I, I started looking for, how was it? I've already run over my hour. Um, I started looking at um, 
how to plant out my yard as a, as a garden. And I rolled into permaculture and I rolled into, um, um, darn it, Billy, um, oh shoot, permaculture pimp cast, Billy Bond, Billy Bond. And then he was commenting about people and I rolled into Jack Spirico and from Jack Spirico I rolled into um, uh, John Willis and I think actually I think it was because of Billy Bond's comment about being on stage with and let me let I'm imperfect memory here I think he said he was on stage with that Jack Spirico and John Willis and uh, Tim Cook Tim Toolman and I think that's how I rolled into them. It's hard to remember. It's hard to remember. But I, I was I was listening to it. I don't think I was listening to it live because he's in Canada and he's a couple hours different from me. And unlike Mike, our friend here, I can't stay up all night listening to people. Uh, so um, I I will go back and listen to replays and stuff. But he, I think he did that. I think he he did something with it last year. So anyway, anyway, I kind of I kind of was volu- I kind of volunteered, but I was kind of volunteered, as they used to say. I need a volunteer. You, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'll let you know. But yeah, so um, that's basically it for today. Not not a whole lot of serious stuff. Um. We'll have another show Friday. As far as I know, I don't think I've had anything happening Friday. Good grief. Oh, my ex-husband used to say, good googly moogly. Notice he's an ex-husband. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything going on Friday other than uh, normal stuff. So as far as I know, we'll be here Friday. The following Tuesday, though, I seem to have a couple of appointments. Um, is that mine or is that dad's? See, I don't know. I think that's mine. Uh, so Tuesday might be a recorded show, uh, if I can get one recorded. And then the, um, I'm think I know there's another oh on the 14th of November I have an eye exam I might be able to move it though I'm not so worried about my eyes as dad dad's appointment here and uh and uh and uh so I think next Tuesday will be uh some kind of a recorded show and then uh maybe I'll do a little more on um on um What's the word I'm thinking of, you guys? Rationing. Maybe I'll do a little more on rationing. So, anyways, I'm going to call it there, guys. It was glad. I'm so glad to have you stop in and at least even say hello. I hope you guys came back and listened to it later. Remember, I'll have it up on podcast, hopefully here in a minute. I do have to go to Charleston, so I don't want to take too terribly long with it. But usually, unless I just have to dart out of the door, um, it's uh, it's 
the the episode is up not long after we finish here. Mike says Halloween is next Tuesday. This is true. This is true. And in my part of the state of West Virginia, Kanawha County, the kids will be trick or treating that night from like, I think it's from six to eight. Usually only goes, we usually have kids come through here for about an hour, but I gotta get some candy. <laughs> I haven't stopped to you long enough to get candy for the kids. But anyway, guys, it was really good to have you here. I'm going to call it. And um, uh, Mike, it was so good. Have, have a good good week if you can this week. And uh, Carla, if you're still there, connect with me. Connect with me. And we'll get this. We'll get you some eggs. And we'll get uh, get uh, your shirt to you. <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll get everything together. So have a great week, you guys. I'm going to call it. And... Um, you, uh, we will see you again on Friday at 10 Eastern Daylight Time. See you then. So there you have it. Post your comments. Do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.